This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. You know, we're making progress in the fight against cancer. And yet, even as we do that in some areas, we're continuing to see trends in cancer cases in others. For instance, this new study has found that the rate of cancers related to obesity is rising among young Canadians. So this new study looked at more than 5 million, yes, million cancer cases in Canada from 1971 all the way up to 2015. So what else did they learn? Well, let's find out now with the help of Dr. Christine Friedenreich, who's the cancer epidemiologist with the Department of Cancer Epidemiology and Prevention Research of Alberta Health Services and one of the co-authors of this paper, Dr. Friedenreich. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. So this is very extensive. So tell me some of the highlights of what you learned. Well, as you said, we had access to data for all Canada from 1971 to 2015. And so during that time period, there were over 5 million cancer cases that were diagnosed. And what we have done in the past with the Canadian Cancer Society is to look at overall cancer incidence trends for all cancers combined. And in this study, we were actually able to break it down into 10-year age groups from age 22 uh, plus over age 80. And we were able to look at 16 different uh, cancer sites, which were the major uh, types of cancer. And we looked at all of these trends by age uh, cohorts and also by birth cohorts. Okay, so what did you find? So what we found, which was new, is that um, there is an increasing incidence in cancer amongst um, uh, males and females under the age of 50 for things like colorectal cancer, um, which was quite startling. And also we see this increase in breast cancer in young women as well. Now, why do you say quite startling? Well, what was quite startling is that um, the rates were actually going up very dramatically, and so uh, we, which we haven't seen before in these young age groups, and there were quite like linear increases in these inc- incidence rates. And what's startling is that we have, for a lot of cancer sites, we've actually been seeing stable or somewhat decreasing rates, but to suddenly see an upswing in for breast and colorectal cancers, which are some of the major cancer sites, that is a concern to see that, especially amongst the 20 to 29-year age group, um, to see those increases is not what we have seen in the past. Right. It, it, do you think is part of it because screening is better, or do you think these are newer cases of cancer? So, of course, it depends on which cancer sites you're looking at. Um, we are, for some of these cancer sites, we do expect that it's actually uh, an increase in the actual overall rate of the cancers. And there we're, we're thinking about not just breast and colorectal cancer, but also pancreatic, endometrial, and kidney cancers. And those ones we feel are possibly associated with excess body weight being also more prevalent in our populations at younger ages because we know that obesity is a risk factor for those cancers. So that's why we're thinking that for those cancers, we're seeing those increasing rates. For um, things like colorectal cancer, what's actually been interesting is that we also have been seeing a decrease in the rates in uh, people over age 50. And we think that that's thanks to some of the cancer screening that we're doing uh, for colorectal cancer, which is actually catching those cancers and um, decreasing the incidence of them at those older age groups. Right. 
That's so interesting what you said there, though, that we know that obesity is a risk factor for cancer, but I'm not sure everybody knows that. They know that obesity, you know, you have a potentially higher risk of diabetes or high blood pressure, but also cancer. Yes, it's, it's very, very interesting that, that there's a lack of awareness of that. Yeah. We also know that physical inactivity is a risk factor for cancer, and obesity and physical inactivity go hand in hand. And so we've actually shown in other research that we've done that was uh, published earlier this year that uh, excess body weight is projected to become the most important risk factor um, after tobacco uh, by in the next 30 years because we projected the incidence rates up to 2042. And uh, we, we see that excess body weight actually uh, becomes very, very important. Do we know why that is? What is it about the excess body weight? Well, so um, for a lot of these cancers, they're hormonally driven cancers, and we know that um, if somebody is overweight, it increases um, a number of other factors that are associated with cancer, like insulin resistance, inflammation, some of the um, you know sex hormones like estrogens that are associated with breast cancer. If somebody is overweight, the, the all of those other biomarkers also go up, and that also helps increase the the risk. So obesity on its own has an effect, but it also has an effect through these other um, uh, pathways as well. Okay, and when you say obesity, how much past your ideal weight? Like what percentage of body fat are we talking about? Um, so we're usually looking at body mass index uh, is, is the measure for sort of overall excess weight. And so the, the, for that index, that's a, your weight uh, in kilograms divided by your height in meters squared. And so uh, a normal healthy weight would be between 18.5 and 25 or 24.99. And 25 to 30 would be considered overweight. And above 30 would be considered uh, obese. And then above 40 would be considered morbidly obese. And so what we've been seeing over time is that there's a trend of more and more people who are no longer in the normal weight sort of BMI category, but they're, they're in the overweight and obese category. And that's uh, happening at an earlier and earlier age. And is that something that has developed over what, like 20, 30, 40 years? When has that happened? Yes. So we've, we've definitely been seeing that um, increase over the last, uh, well, actually going back to the mid-1980s, we can see a steady increase in the prevalence of obesity. Um, and it's, it's just continuing to rise. And so what we really are hoping is that these kinds of research studies will help identify some of these trends that are alarming, and that, that will then lead to more research to try to understand what's underlying those trends and whether, you know, if obesity is the, the, the main risk factor that we can actually start targeting some primary prevention programs to try to curve the, the prevalence of obesity in the population. Right. Do you think more work needs to be done, though, to raise awareness? Because as we were saying, not a lot of people know about that risk factor. Yeah, so we've been working very closely with the Canadian Cancer Society um, on this study as well as um, the previous one that I, I just mentioned. And we have uh, launched a lot of um, sort of media campaigns and also trying to raise awareness through all sorts of um, educational programs because, as you said, it's, it's something that people don't have an awareness of. And it is important to recognize that not only do we have to be worried about, as you mentioned, cardiovascular disease and diabetes for, with um, excess body weight, but we also need to be concerned about it for cancer. When you mentioned the breast cancer rates as well, has pre-screening done a lot to combat like more awareness about that? Um, yes, I think uh, that definitely has helped uh, with uh, breast cancer, but we've also seen, uh, interestingly enough, um, 
one thing that has helped decrease some of the breast cancer rates in older ages is the that women are no longer using um, menopausal hormones because there was a study that was released in the early to mid-1990s, uh, the Women's Health Initiative, which actually showed the harmful effect of menopausal hormones. And so that led to a, a very quick decrease in the use of those hormones uh, for menopause. And as a result, we've seen a decline in breast cancer rates in older ages, um, but we still see some of the increase in the younger age groups. So that's what's been interesting about this study is that we can actually start looking at it by 10-year t- age periods and see you know, how different primary and secondary prevention um, efforts have helped reduce the rates in those different age groups or affect the rates in those age groups. Oh, so interesting. Thank you so much for your time on this. You're very welcome, and thank you for your interest in the study.